Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show topic is about finding your parenting tribe. Who do you have helping you through this crazy journey of parenting? Who do you have advice that you can get from? Who can you talk to? Who are your mentors that can guide you through all of this? Yeah, you know, this is a big topic, I think. It's huge. Because I didn't have what I would consider a tribe or an inner circle when this whole thing started. Right. And I found myself kind of lost. Absolutely. Um, you guys know my story. You know, five years ago, my daughter asked a question and... I didn't really know who to call, who to talk to. I had I had one or two older mentors mm-hmm. that I got biblical wisdom from and that I loved dearly, that walked me through a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, that I struggled with. But when I realized the shift in parenting that had happened, you know, I could call them about biblical stuff, but I couldn't call them about Snapchat. Right. And so there was something different happening that I realized I don't have these kinds of people in mm-hmm. my in my circle. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, we moved here from far away. Yeah. And so we moved right before we started our family. Mm-hmm. So it was my husband and I, and we were trying to figure out how to plug in and where to meet people. And it was a really lonely season. And then I got pregnant. Yeah. And it was the first time I was a stay-at-home mom. So here I was kind of alone, new baby, no friend circle, and trying to figure out who are my people and where do I find them? Yeah. And, you know, I think it's you go through that process that it's really hard. And when yeah. you move, there's definitely that transition period because yes. we also moved. Yes. You know, my daughter was one and there was a good two to three years that I was like the same situation, like yeah. searching, yeah. almost like mom dating. You know, I need it to is. find my mom. And where do I find them to yes. date them? Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, then there's all these great programs for when your kids are little, like yeah. mops or, mm-hmm. you know, these play dates, play dates, all that kind tries. of stuff and yeah. I found my people there yeah and I, I found a great group of friends but what happened is our kids all grew up and mm-hmm. we're going to different schools yes and different activities yes and so you enter this space when they get older that it's just kind of lonely I think well and you're trying to find well where do I reconnect now now that I'm out of the mops yes. where do I find that next stage of parent friends or um, mom friends and when I look back I was thinking a lot about this looking back through how that transition happened and what happened there I really realized I have to look at it more as seasons versus you are my friend for life and yes. we're going to be best buddies and it's going to be amazing which is how we think of friendship when we're like tweens yeah and middle school and that's where we develop that idea of friendship which is good but if we don't transition out of that and realize that friendship as an adult lady woman is going to look different, mm-hmm. it's disappointing. Yeah. And it's frustrating. And you feel like you feel lonely. You feel lonely. And and the enemy will speak that into you. Like oh. you have no one. Like nobody's you, business, you will. Use yes. That. And um, so I think we got to have our guard up about that and be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I really 
talk to women a lot, and sometimes they say, I just can't find my friends. Yeah. I just can't find those people that you're talking about when you say the word tribe. And so I think it's real important that we define what we mean by that. Um, it's easy to kind of think about friends and see people on social media and look through all of that and say, well, I don't have that, and I don't have these close people. And I think it's a misconception sometimes what we mean by that. Yeah, I think that's a really great place to start here. You know, when I found myself in this cyber parenting nightmare and I was didn't really feel like I had anybody to call, mm-hmm. um, you know, I looked at my Facebook account. I had thousands of friends on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. But then I was like, who am I going to call when my world comes crashing down? You yeah. know, there's a difference. There is. And I want somebody that's trustworthy that I can call when I'm really struggling that I know it's not going to be gossiped about or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a private confidential conversation that I can have with a trusted friend who can say to me, I'm going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And you have to recognize this, this and this, that, that, you know, this person helps give me perspective absolutely, on my situation. Because a lot of times when I'm struggling with a situation, my feelings are taking over. Yes. Everything's magnified. I'm not seeing things clearly. And so sometimes I need that friend to come in and be the voice of reason. And so I guess for me, when I talk about inner circle or tribe, that's what I'm talking about. Like, those trusted people in your life that you can call at 2 a.m. if you have an emergency, mm-hmm. you know, not the Facebook acquaintances. And I'm so glad that you said that because here's where I think we need to explain a little bit because um, this was a big aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. So tribe for me, and I think for you too, Mandy, is you have that 2 a.m. friend, or maybe you have two of them if you're blessed in that way. Um, You have that 2 a.m. friend, but that doesn't mean that you are spending every weekend with that friend. That doesn't mean that you are going to the rodeo and you're having dinner. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, couples together all the time. That is not the same thing. And I think that's where I was struggling and a lot of my friends struggle is that transition to being a mom, to being um, a wife. Maybe you're working, trying to manage your household, and you're thinking, if this is my like inner circle person, we need to spend a lot of time together. That's not practical for most of us. No. It's just not. So for me, the tribe looks like a 2 a.m. friend that I may not even see that often, but I know I can trust them. I yeah. know we have the same moral basis. I also have a friend that I just love to chat with on occasion because she makes me laugh hysterically. Yeah. You know, I have another friend that I know we are on the same journey with health. And so she's that friend. And these are all people within my tribe that can support me. But it just does not look the way it did when I was younger. Yeah. And it's hard with social media. I mean, here we go again with the comparison thing. And we always talk about helping our kids through it. You know, they are feeling left out. Yes. I mean, there have been many times that I scroll through my Facebook or Instagram and I feel left out. You know, I think these people have been friends for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I don't have anybody like that Mm -hmm. because we've moved and Mm -hmm. there's been transitions and life things and, you know, all of this stuff. And I haven't been the best at staying in touch with some of my childhood friends. I'm just not, I think, because we're busy with life. And you you do. Your season changes and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're right. God calls us to new direction, everything. But we have to really take caution of this because mm-hmm. when you're feeling like I don't have any friends, again, mm-hmm. that enemy, he comes to still kill and destroy. And he yes. wants you to feel alone. He wants you to feel like you don't have anybody to talk to. Yep. Um, and that is not true. It is not true. And um, I'm glad that we kind of set that up. And we're going to talk more about how to find that 2 a.m. friend and to how to find the people in your tribe. But I promised my husband that I would 
throw this in here yep. for the mamas to hear yeah. in, in a marriage. Um, yes, in an ideal world, we would have a best friend couple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where the husbands are best friends and you and the wife are best friends and you know, you're able to do all these things as a family. And he said, that's really rare. Mm-hmm. And it's not always practical because think about a marriage, two people coming together, how hard that is, and you change through life in different seasons. Imagine four people who are going through different seasons of life and changing and have different interests. So try not to put that expectation on your marriage to find a marriage couple to spend all your time with. It's stressful. Well, and that's a good point yeah. because I think oftentimes what happens is, I don't want to stereotype here, but oftentimes us women, we find our girl that we like our friend yes. and the husband may be saying you know they're they're a great couple but i don't really connect with the husband right but they constantly are being scheduled and pulled along into this yes. environment and the husband may be trying to tell the wife listen i i like them yeah it's just we're kind of different yeah and i don't want to spend that much time well then it becomes an, a marriage issue like it you does. become you know the husband feels controlled so we have to be really careful here we do have to be careful and remember too that guys and girls a lot of times are different yeah not always but a lot of times are, my husband is very happy with alone time time with his kids time with me and some time at church and that he would be filled yeah. his cup is filled he is not a super social guy and I know there's a lot of guys out there like that so finding that balance well and if you have one person in the marriage who's very social and one person who's very introverted yes you need to talk that through with your marriage and Absolutely. find a balance there yeah um, and I think this is a great point my husband and I we're both introverted mm-hmm. so we actually have to push ourselves to get out with people that's how we are too <laughs> yes and yes. so like for, you mean you want me to take my pjs off and put on real clothes yeah, it's it's yes. so funny because like i'll it's that's how satan manipulates you like i'll look at facebook and be jealous <laughs> but then if somebody asked me to go do something i'm like no i can't do that <laughs> <laughs> like i i messed up yes but it's you know crazy. what i mean it's i like, do i want all the friends but i don't want to put in all the effort <laughs> exactly exactly we're we live in this funny world where we think Satan loves to confuse us that way. Yeah. But anyway, the point being that there's a lot of facets to consider with friendship and with your inner circle and with your tribe. It's not as, you know, easy as we think when we hear that word. Well, and the other thing we have to think about is we're modeling this for our kids. Absolutely. Our kids' friendships are consistent. They're going to constantly change as ours are. And so it gives us a great opportunity. And a couple scriptures that we talk about in our house a lot, and I have to remind myself of them. Um, Proverbs twelve twenty six: mm-hmm. the godly give advice to their friends, the wicked lead them astray. Mm-hmm. Um, Proverbs thirteen twenty: walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and get into trouble. Yeah. And so that discernment of choosing your friends and who you're going to spend your time with, who you're going to invest in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that Matt and I talk a lot about is, are the people that we're hanging out with, do we want to be like them? Yeah. You know, do they inspire us? Mm-hmm. Do they challenge us in ways that make us better? Mm-hmm. And it may, it's tough sometimes. It is. Especially like with the, you know, the financial end of it. And we see how certain people live and how, you know, it's not about the material things, mm-hmm. but we want material things. Like we talk about that, you know, like yeah. let's surround ourselves with people 
who get it. Yeah. Like, it's not about the stuff. Yeah. You know, that's just one example. Yeah. And, you know, again, talking with your kids through that, too, as yeah. you want people in your life that you feel okay with them ta- uh, speaking into your kids. That's one of those filters that we talk about. Like, would we want our kids to be around these adults and mm-hmm. around these friends of ours? And if we say yes, then that for us is another green light. Like, okay, this is someone that could be in our inner circle. Because we've certainly had friends over the years that were like, hmm, you know, I'm not sure that we would want our kids to glean from this couple yes. or from this person. And so that's a red flag. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of tips for you. If you're if you're listening to us and you're like, I, I do still feel alone. Yeah. Like, I, we want to speak into that. First of all, next talk. You know, the mission behind Next Talk is to get you talking to your families, creating yeah. this culture of conversation in your homes. But a byproduct is that of that is we envision this one large parenting community mm-hmm. that we have your back. Yeah. We support you. And so if you're struggling, you know, reach out to us. We we get messages sometimes all the time at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. saying, I have nobody else to talk to. Can you talk me through this? Yes. And we respond to those. Um, we have an email address set up. You can do admin at nexttalk.org. You can DM us on our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we are constantly checking that. And on top of that, um, and, and part of that, too, and part of the model of Next Talk, and I've heard from a lot of mamas who said, you know, I don't really have a friend circle, and I really wanted to go through your video series or your podcast mm-hmm. or read Mandy's book with someone. And I asked my neighbors, who I don't really know that well, and they were very excited to do it. And now looking back, they've created these friendships yeah. on a shared subject. It doesn't necessarily have to be your inner circle person to start a friendship. So at least you have some support when it comes to parenting. And so that has been a really great byproduct also is these small groups all over the country that have popped up doing our curriculum. We, we got to do life together. We have to. And I will tell you, there will be people in your inner circle that you may not see eye to eye mm-hmm. on some stuff. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's okay. You know, we're going to go through in a minute at the second part of the show, we're going to talk about characteristics to look for in your tribe, certain oh. traits that you need, and, and ages and stages that you need to have covered to yeah. help you in this journey. Because you kind of need different types of mentors in today's parenting world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad you added that. The other thing is, and I know this is not just um, just do this. I, I, this is a valid thing. I We want you to pray. Yeah. Pray for God to bring people into your life. And that is not a cop-out. Like, no. I want you to pray about this specific need. If your heart is empty and you're like, I need good friends, mm-hmm. pray to God for that. And yeah. pray for his discernment. Be in his word yeah. so that you can know his heart and therefore look for his heart in your friends. You know, you can see yes. God's character in people as they, how they parent, how they talk to people, how they treat people. And, and if you're in the word, you're more receptive to that. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, and I'm here, I'm speaking to myself when I say this, so please hear my heart. Um, when you're praying, remember that God's going to bring whom he deems appropriate in your life. And it's not going to necessarily look the way you want him yeah. to send someone. So be open to God's calling and God's blessing and God's provision as it may be a surprise. Some of my closest friends are literally one of them. The first time I met her, I thought I could never be friends with this girl. And she's one of my dearest friends. So you just never know how that's going to look or how God's going to provide for it. So be open to what he wants for you. Yeah. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. 
Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. Today we're talking about creating an inner circle of parents to help you through this parenting journey. We all need it. Um, we wanted to talk to you about some of those characteristics to look for in a healthy friendship because the key in that phrase is healthy. And um, it's important not just for you, but also you're modeling it for your kids. So it really is a conversation that needs to be had. Well, you know, Kim, as I was writing my book and I saw this process play out in my life where I went to having not an inner circle to a really good inner circle, Mm -hmm. I saw, I picked up on some traits and characteristics that I would look for in people. And so I I put those in my book and I kind of want to go over those today because the first one Family values are essential. Let me set up a situation for you. You call a close friend and you're venting because your husband has irritated you again Mm -hmm. over something, you know, stupid. He left his socks out. He's not cleaning his, you know, he's not helping around the house. You know, these little things that just irritate you about your husband. And we all have them. Everybody. And and they have them about us, too. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) My husband gets mad at me when I hit the curb <laughs> when the way you drive <laughs> the driving <laughs> drives him nuts yes anyway okay but when you know when I when I call my friend and I'm maybe venting more than I should mm-hmm. because I'm just spent that friend should not pile on my husband mm-hmm. I should not leave that call feeling worse about my husband mm-hmm. I should leave that call being reminded that he's human Mm-hmm. He makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. And what about all the reasons why you love him? Mm-hmm. You know, so what I'm saying is your friends should help you build your family up. Absolutely. Always bringing things back together instead of helping you tear them down. Yes. Like you don't need someone who's going to grab the shovel and the pickaxe and help you tear down your marriage. You can do that on your own. Yep. Satan can speak into that. You we need someone who will lovingly and gently hear you out and then take those tools out of your hand and love you towards um creating resolution with your husband it's so important that's such a big one and now on the flip side of that you know if there's emotional or physical abuse that friend is going to need to speak truth into you absolutely and and that's going to be hard because god does not intend for us to be abused in any sort of manner and so that's not okay and so i don't want you to think oh well your friend should be talking to your husband up no matter what he's doing i'm talking about the little things right if if there's emotional, physical, you know, sexual abuse going on, that is not okay. God will not stand for that in your marriage, and he does not want that for you. Right. So definitely family, family values are essential. Yep. Um, the second one we want to talk about is aiming for different ages and stages. You need like a heads-up mama. This is a big one. Yes. Th- and what? let's talk about what we mean by heads-up mama because yeah. we use that phrase at Next Talk. Here's what you need for moms. You need... A, a person who's has kids th- that's older, maybe one or two years. Mm-hmm. The reason you need this person now, this wasn't as important 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You need a person now that you can identify because of the apps. Yep. So I have two really close friends that they are, their daughters are a little bit older than my, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And when I have a Snapchat question or Instagram or something where I know they are in that, mm-hmm. They help me. Yeah. They guide me. Mm-hmm. One of them said to me when my daughter started middle school many years ago, um, she said to me, you got to get on Instagram now. Everybody's going to have Instagram. You need to learn it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did at that time, I didn't even know what Instagram was. Right. So it was, it was, it's giving me that heads up 
like this is big in middle school. This is big in high school. This yeah. is coming up for prom season. You need to be aware of this. Like all those little heads ups that you can get. Well, and you're my heads up, Mama, because you're much older than I am. And uh, you're ah. <laughs> Kim Elric. I'm just kidding. I'm just Let's kidding. just by one year, guys. <laughs> I'm older than her by one year. Whew. It must be hard being mature. <laughs> anyway, your kids are a little bit older than mine. And I'm I'm not challenging you here, but I want to speak into that, that yes, the apps and all of that, the social media, that's really huge and needing in your heads up, Mama. But also attitude yeah. and all those things that change, what seems like overnight with your kids, that helps me so much to be able to say, uh, this is happening with my son. Why is he acting like this all of a sudden? And you're like, oh, you know, my son did this and this is. And so that I feel like I'm not alone. Like, yeah. okay, this is normal. Here's some ideas. Here's some things that you can say. And that's so helpful for me um, and for all of us. We need that heads up mama, someone one step ahead of us. And then we need someone right there with us. Yeah. And then you also need somebody wise, much older than you. Mm -hmm. Think of like a a mom or a grandparent. Mm -hmm. Someone who's biblically sound would be amazing in this role. Um, You know, maybe your heads up mama is biblically sound. Maybe she's not. But you need somebody for biblical advice. And you're going to go to them when there's really these life gut-wrenching decisions that you have to make Mm -hmm. about your kids. Mm -hmm. uh, Big decisions where you're seeking God's wisdom. You're going to really rely on those people. I always see them as like your prayer, like your personal prayer yes. warrior. You know, they know you intimately. They know your family. They pour into you scripture and wisdom, like you said. And I think that's so important. And then again, like what we said to someone who's at that same level that you can be in it with. Like yeah. we're going through the same thing and you can relate. So important for yeah. mental health. The other thing is, you know, character matters. And this is a big one. The trustworthiness of your group yeah. is big time. Huge. Because this gets real serious real fast. Say you have an issue going on at your kid's school and you need to seek out advice from your heads up mama or whoever. And you text them or call them and seek advice. Well, if that person is not trustworthy and then tells their kids and then their kids knows your kids and then it gets back to your kids that that you are telling their business. The confidence is broken. So everybody needs to understand this is serious stuff. Like Mm -hmm. when I call you and I need your advice, you can't tell your kids. You can't, you know, post this anywhere. Um, This is trustworthy. Yeah, character really does matter. You need someone who you're not wondering if this is going to come back to bite you. They shouldn't be gossip. No. Gossiping. And and I will say this. They're not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. We don't expect perfection, but their their walk should consistently match their talk. Right. They're going to have mistakes and they're mm-hmm. going to make mistakes and they're going to know when they make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But again, that consistency of words matching up to actions. Next on the list, which is very important. In our family, we use a phrase called sometimes foods. And they are foods like donuts. Mm -hmm. They are foods like, you know, things that are delicious and wonderful and great, but not all the time in your life. Yeah. And when you're thinking about your friends, your friends, it should be the same thing. You have that inner circle, which is, you know, your 2 a.m. friend, your heads at mama, your peer and your mentor. Those are the ones that are really close. And then defining that is different than your acquaintances. Keep your inner circle small. Your acquaintances are more like donuts. People that you see here and there and don't share the 
the deep stuff with necessarily, but you enjoy having them in your life. Well, and you know, the other thing is you need to recognize no inner circle is going to be like the same cookie cutter type thing because that's not how our God works. And it may change over time. And it may change. And the other thing is you don't have to have three people and that's your inner circle. You may have two people over in this friend group or one Mm -hmm. person in this Mm -hmm. friend group or one from, you know, back in high school. Absolutely. So you may have different. It doesn't have to be a cohesive group when we say this. Absolutely. Um, God can work. I would say, though, you know, aim to keep it small. You know, and I I just think about Jesus and and his disciples. You Mm -hmm. know, there were 12 of them. Mm -hmm. And of those 12, he was closest to a few. Mm -hmm. And he modeled that really well for us. And I, I guess the reason I say keep it small is, is, you know, if you're, if you're struggling with an issue with your kid or your marriage and you're texting 20 people about it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more like gossip. It's not really more about getting confidence or uh, getting a, a trusted vote of help me with this. Yeah. Well, and let's just be practical here. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. You know, we're this is what we're talking Too about busy. here. You, if you are going to have a deep, meaningful friendship with someone, it takes a lot of time and effort. And you need to give what you want to get out of it. Yeah, invest. Very important, invest in them. And that doesn't mean, like I said, a daily conversation, but it does mean meaningful conversations when you can. And you know what? We need to cover this really quickly. Your friend does not come before your husband. Yeah, thank you. Your friend does not come before your husband, okay? So it's always God and then your family, which means your husband and your kids. And then, your, you know, your work or your friendships go underneath that. Right. And so always keep that perspective in order. Yes, we invest in our friends, but we don't invest in them more than we invest in our husbands or our spouse. For our wrap-up segment today, let's remember a few things. Number one, you are not alone. We're all trying to figure out how to parent in this new digital world. God created us for community. Jesus and the disciples modeled this for us. The Bible tells us to walk with the wise. So choose your friends wisely. Keep it small. And invest in building different types of friends who make you better and do life together. Encourage and build each other up. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?